Are you ready to dance Christmas style? Where are they podcasting from? I think it's Edinburgh or London. Oh my god, is that SMB? You know you love us. Creepy chocolate. XOXO. Rufus be a river. <laughs> and who are we? That's one secret we always tell. I'm Marissa. And I'm Anna. We are the Upper East Podcasters. Gossip Girl Gossip Recap. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, Upper East subscribers. Hi, guys. <sighs> Merry Christmas. Tis the season to be locked down. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, it's the 1st of December. We can get excited about Christmas. Like, oh, wait, can we? Can't we? Well, hugging, hugging is permitted between the 23rd and the 27th. <laughs> Oh God, is it actually like, oh God, I didn't know they were being that specific with it. I thought you could just move around in any household between those days. The official guidelines, yes. Hugging is permitted between the 23rd oh. and 27th. But other, other than that, we should, they're saying that families should try and socially distance inside homes. It's like, who's actually going to do that on Christmas Day? Yeah. Like some, also, some homes aren't big enough for that. <laughs> like mm. you, physically, you can't. Well, that aside... It is Christmas. It's also Christmas uh, back in 2007 in season yes. one, uh, episode 11 of Gossip Girl Roman Holiday, which we will be recapping with you tonight. So if this is the first time you're joining us, first of all, welcome. <laughs> Hi. There are 10 other episodes prior to this. We are a Gossip Girl recap podcast where we recap every single episode of Gossip Girl in in kind of excruciating detail um <laughs> with alcohol usually i'm i'm sipping a whiskey diet coke tonight because that kind of reminds me of christmas what about you marissa are you joining me in a beverage you know what i think i will actually because i'm in the the booze I can, cupboard i can see the bar behind you <laughs> for anybody um listening me and Anna, you're, podcast. In a you're in a bedroom and there's a bar behind you like it, it looks like a wardrobe that's just been shoved with spirits. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. You know my um trusty wine glass, the one that's really big, the one the whole wine bottle, the one that's supposed to be a novelty glass that fills an entire wine bottle that you give to someone as a joke that you actually drink out of. Yes, I'm familiar with it. Tom calls it my sippy cup, but yeah, that one. <laughs> nice. It's too big for the cupboard, so it has to it has to actually go in the booze in the booze shelf. So yeah, but I might get some. Like get some wine in a moment, you know. Let's get warmed up with this first. Well, my well, whilst Marissa pours herself a large one, uh, just to let you know that we will have some spoilers. There'll be some spoilers within this episode, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, there might be some spoilers from previous episodes as well. But we promise we will not divulge any information further uh, from uh, season one, episode eleven of Gossip Girl. Um, so yeah, settle in. Let's uh, let's dive straight in with some good news actually I've got to share with you oh yes you tempted me earlier with some good news Mm -hmm. what is it so our podcast charted last week in Austria (laughs) (laughs) what excuse me we hit number 20 in the podcast charts in Austria last week (laughs) (laughs) what no you're it gets better. That's amazing. We've also what? peaked. We've also peaked in Indonesia. 
<laughs> at, at 48 in the podcast charts. Oh, my, I love it. I'll take oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> no and, way. And I can, I've only been able to find out the peak chart positions in the last month as well. So there might be more good news to share. I'm in the process of, of finding out more. But thank you so much to everybody who's been listening. We are nearly at a thousand downloads. So please. I know. Share with oh all your friends. Share with anybody who you think loves Gossip Girl, um, who just would like to hear two Essex girls running and raving away about Gossip Girl. Um, please share it. We're nearly at a thousand downloads, and we might have a special treat for you when we hit a thousand. Yes, maybe, maybe not. You know. So it's it's Christmas in Manhattan, two thousand seven. Don't have to make it. And one thing, one thing's for sure: the choir is back. <laughs> the creepy choir of which Jenny Humphrey frequents is back on the steps uh, outside the school. What's the school's name again? I always forget. It's St. Jude's, isn't it? Or I might have pulled that up my ass, but I think it's called St. Jude's. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. We should know this. But yeah, I think it's safe to say that the creepy choir has made a comeback. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a little number, Santa Baby, a cappella. Yeah, it's... Um, why do they make it sound so creepy, though? It's a bit derivative. Yeah, it is a bit... Mm, I'd have done a better yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a favourite Christmas song? Uh, yes, I do have a favourite Christmas song. I think my favourite Christmas song has to be Fairy Tale of New York. Ah, nice. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Followed closely followed closely by um, probably Greg Lake, uh, I believe, in Father Christmas. I don't think I know that one. You do. It's the... Oh, have you covered it? I think I might know it if you've covered it. Maybe, probably at some point. But I am going to be doing a cover yeah. actually this Christmas. I'm going to I'm going to give Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" a shout. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm going to try. I like and that. Do you know that. she's got a memoir. She's got a memoir out, and I'm half tempted to. Fucking hell! I know <laughs> I'm getting you it. for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're divulging so much yes, about it's Christmas. It's fine. I don't care. I think the listeners want to hear it this time. It's Christmas. We're having a bevy. Okay, <laughs> so it's Christmas. They're at the school kind of fate. And I remember school fates so well being... Not, oh, not, they were so not, bad, weren't they? Not not being as well put together as this. And that's saying something. Talking about that yeah. choir. Um, but yeah, it's... um. Serena and Dan are kind of wandering around the school Christmas market and they're talking about potential Christmas presents. And he's complaining he's, that he's saying that Christmas should be uh, cold, right? Yeah, it's it's really warm in New York for that time of year, which is a bit strange, I think. I thought that New York was quite seasonal, you know, like proper, you know, like the England, UK seasons. I thought it was similar, but apparently it's really warm in New York this time of year. And Dan thinks it should be cold. And I agree personally, but I am, you know, born and bred in the UK. So I think Christmas it's cold and dark. I can't imagine ever being on a beach in Australia on Christmas Day having a barbecue. Well, Fucking weird, mate. Funnily enough, actually, what he says is um, Christmas should be white. And I couldn't help but think, much like the cast of Gossip Girl, <laughs> <laughs> where's the diversity? I know. <laughs> oh dear it's terrible isn't it and you know we should quickly touch upon the fact that the new cast of the uh revived gossip girl is has been announced there's been a picture that's come out of the new Mm -hmm. cast of gossip girl and i'm pleased to say that it is definitely more diverse and i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it but back to this one 
And we have a, a return of a, a return of a character. Yes, Vanessa's back finally. She's not been in it for so long, <laughs> and uh, this is also I noticed the first time where she sees Serena and Dan, and it's not been awkward when they all meet. You know, they're mm. always like, "Oh, Vanessa, hi!" But this time they're actually friendly with each other. I think. I mean, it's still kind of awkward because she gives him like the best present in the whole world, and like his girlfriend's right there going off. Cheers, bitch! What am I going to get him now? <laughs> that is the premise for Dan and Serena's storyline this week, isn't it? So I was also wondering the- whether it's um, is it a little bit of a is it, is it a little bit of a self righteous moment? Oh yeah, definitely. Go for it. Are Play the jingle. jingle. Okay, we're playing it. <laughs> self righteous Vanessa, Essa, Essa, eh. Yes. So he she gets him a really amazing present, which is basically um well, I mean, it's his dream, isn't it? Well, no, what was it? She sent off one of his short stories to the New Yorker and they're gonna publish it. That's that's what the present is. Kind she... of a burn for Serena. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, kind of a bit like, oh, you know, like I know, I know what he'd really, really want, and I just did it. Well, yeah, and she didn't. She didn't even tell Dan that she was doing it, did she? Well, it's yeah, it's a short story. N eight oh five. Oh, what is that? I wonder. Oh, what could I mean? It be? I guessed. I guessed it the second that it was read out. It would be something to do with stalking Serena. Yeah, I kind of did it as well. I was just like, oh, I bet that's her birthday or something. But then she's like, oh, what, what's that date? So it's not her birthday. It's but the date it's... she first got her period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, what, what, what does that mean? What happened on that date? What you don't remember, Serena? <laughs> it's when you became a woman. <laughs> it's every, every little girl remembers that day. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah. So Dan's going to be a a published author in The New Yorker, which is quite a big deal, actually, I think, especially because he's like, what, 17, 16, 17? Yeah, well, we're going to stick with Dan and Serena's storyline, first of all, Mm -hmm. because, well, it's kind of all around them two and their Christmas presents to each other, which I kind of get. It's a good storyline because when it comes to relationships, sometimes it can be quite hard to... Find the perfect gift for your perfect significant other. And if you're anything like me, I find it quite a a competition. I'm almost pissed off if I receive a better present than I give. I like I'm more of a giver. I um uh Tom's told me to rein it in like I've been given a budget this year and I'm like So have I. I know, and I'm just like, okay. Like, what do you mean a budget? Like who like this is bearing in mind, I have the world's smallest family, so I my mum and brother you and then probably a secret santa or two and that's it so that's why i can afford to you know not really budget but i get that budgeting is for every you know <laughs> it's sensible for most people but yeah. tom's just like no this year you can't spend more than like 75 quid and i'm like fine <laughs> so they're in the cafe vanessa's working in the cafe and um, mm-hmm. why wouldn't she she's she's obviously the help as the poor person in the <laughs> in the show um serena comes in with an early christmas present um and it's kind of uh, I feel a bit sorry for her in this. this yeah, because she really tried, didn't she? She she was just like, oh, it's well, it's an expensive watch, isn't it? Mm. Is it a Rolex? I've- I would. I don't think it's. I don't think she states what it is, but you can obviously guess it's really, really expensive. And I'm sure a lot of thought went went into it. But would Dan ever really want an expensive watch? Really. I don't know. Yeah, and is there a lot of thought going into it? Because sometimes just like throwing money at a present doesn't necessarily make it meaningful or thoughtful. Sometimes Mm. I think like some of the best presents that you can give or receive are like 
are things that are more um, poignant or have like a memory to them. That's why like photos and like framed photos can be such nice gifts mm. because they don't have to cost a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. It. So yeah, it's a bit of a money thing. Yeah. So they, they have a spending cap of $50. Yeah, which is perfectly what? normal amount, I think. So yeah, do you think that that's a, that's a fair amount, $50? Yeah, I do. Well, especially because they're again, I mean, again, I know that they're, Serena's very actually no they're, well they're both very rich but $50 for 16 17 year olds that's very generous I think I don't think I would be spending 50 pounds on somebody when I was that age yeah just me that's it they they're, they're off to they, they set a date as well don't they they're going to their presents to each other tomorrow which is mm-hmm. Christmas Eve so this is so this episode is set on Christmas Eve Eve and Dan's off and <laughs> Vanessa offers Serena's help isn't she doesn't she she's just like oh I can you know she does it quite nicely but it's obviously a bit sly I think oh do you think so well I don't know I just thought that like oh there's is there a game there I'm not sure but either way Serena's like oh thanks but no thanks you know but very nicely as well I thought they were both very nice about it with each other there's no ammonicity or anything like that yeah fair enough I suppose so oh so um Dan is trying Dan is recruited Jenny to help shop a Christmas present you know all hands on deck kind of thing Mm -hmm. and Jenny hints that Serena's Christmas won't be that good because they're they're still staying in this hotel, aren't they? And apparently they're not even allowed a tree, (laughs) which I don't really understand because this is going to be one of the most expensive, poshest hotels in the world. Of course, it's going to be decked out at Christmas. It's I don't really understand that. Also, she's like, oh, it's not going to be very homey. It's like, oh, poor me in my penthouse, five star (laughs) hotel suite. Oh, some people pay a lot of money to go and stay in a hotel at Christmas as well. They pay a lot yeah, of money they do. to go and, like, have the Christmas experience so they don't have to worry about cleaning up and all that stuff. So mm, my heart does not go out for her. I know. And I was thinking, it's like, have you ever stayed in a hotel bed? They're comfier than most of the beds. They're pretty homey. Um, but either way, it gives it gives Dan an idea, doesn't it? It sparks something in him. He's like, aha. And you see the little light bulb go off above his head. <laughs> well, at the same point that's happening, Serena kind of tail between her legs does ask for Vanessa for help. And, you know, it's that mm-hmm. age old, again, a slightly self-righteous. He doesn't like material things, you know, but maybe. Yeah, I know. And it's like, well, that doesn't help me <laughs> at Christmas <laughs> when you have to have something tangible to open. Material things are kind of useful at this time. But she she says that he want, um he wants snow. And Serena's like, great. How do I make it snow? How do I make it snow? Let it snow. Um, (laughs) Yeah, great idea, though. I think it's very sweet. Um, Yes. Then we kind of have, well, if we skip forward, actually, from that point where they are actually doing the arts and crafts of trying to make this happen, when we don't really quite know what it is, do we? No, we don't really. I mean, I assumed that um, Serena was shredding a load of, like, paper and cotton balls and was going to, I don't know, chuck it in Dan's face I don't know being like, it's snow <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but they're doing <laughs> so it's it's Vanessa Eric and Serena that uh, they're all in Blair's bedroom um, and we'll get to Blair's storyline um, later on but they're all doing essentially arts and crafts in in her bedroom um, and Vanessa has sorted some has, Vanessa has sorted something out hasn't she she's looking at her emails or something but yep. we don't know what it is just yet and Blair in this moment is so terrifying don't you oh, think with the scissors the scissors that she's holding in her hands as well like oh yes your throat bitch I know it's so scary because she's annoyed that Vanessa's helping Serena's. It, she like takes her off to the bathroom, doesn't she? She's just well, like, I kind of do you know what? Like, it's quite nice that she's looking out for Serena in that way, though. I can't help but think that's actually kind of cool. 
I know, I know what you mean, but does she have... Honestly, I thought she was going to murder her. <laughs> she's so intimidating. Like, I agree. Oh, she's God. like, <laughs> she's like, Serena likes to see the good in people. I like to see the truth. And it's just like, oh my God, I think she wish, honestly, she can cut a bitch with just like staring at her. Honestly, it's, just, it's well, so intimidating. And Vanessa just leaves afterwards. Well, she, she, says that, to, she says to Vanessa, I just didn't think it would hurt to, for you to know that somebody's watching. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Always watching. <laughs> I'm watching you, Vanessa twirling the scissors between her hands i know and they're like uh, they're quite small scissors but you know they would hurt if they were to stab you <laughs> <laughs> well at this point this... when well vanessa kind of goes right bye i'm gonna leave now um mm-hmm. kind of very quite suddenly um which i suppose kind of if for me was the admission of guilt in that moment because if you if you didn't have those feelings you would just say actually you're being out of order but the fact that she kind of leaves i thought was a bit of an admission that she does like dan Oh, do you think? Oh, I don't know. I think, honestly, Blair was just so mean and nasty to her that she just was scared and was just like, I'm I'm just going to go home. Maybe. That's what I thought anyway. But Lily, lovely Lily, who is dressed phenomenally, we'll add. If you you like the fashion of Gossip Girl, check out our mini-sodes, which we release uh, every other week alongside these episodes even. But yeah, we mentioned Lily's outfit. This this bit does actually make me laugh. Lily, Lily comes in and says... It's just the three of us for Christmas. So that's Lily, Serena and Eric. And Serena just says, oh, that means you have a boyfriend. I don't care. I'll meet him at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't understand the logic of this. Why does it mean that she has a new boyfriend? Oh, I'm not sure. You know, oh, okay. I, I know I know what it's like. It's, it's when someone says, um, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll try and be on time. And you're just like, all right, okay. That means they're going to be late. That's and it's just like, oh, it's just the three of us. That means she's inviting somebody, which is obviously a boyfriend. Maybe, maybe that's what it's like. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, I love that. Um, But their reaction when she tells him that it's Bart. Yeah, they don't like it, do they? They're they're like, they're really, really appalled by it, aren't they? Well, I think Eric says something like, "His face doesn't move." Oh, yes, face (laughs) only has one expression of terror. He's Serena's a scary guy. He really is, isn't he? He's like that that cold, hard businessman, um, which I guess is the point. Um, I, I like when Serena says no, it's because he's related to Chuck, and I don't like you know Chuck's horrible. So I was like, that's quite funny as well. I think he raised Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. He raised Chuck. <laughs> well, I mean, at least she's finally told her kids that that's what's going down mm-hmm. finally and we will <sighs> get to that weird christmas day scene in a mere moment because blimey yeah don't you worry <laughs> don't you worry we'll get there then we kind of see dan <sighs> and jenny carrying a tree so i, I so obviously his, pres- his present for her is a tree yes <laughs> merry christmas <laughs> oh thank you you've got me what everyone has in their homes already anyway well that's what i mean that the rule of like oh yeah the hotel doesn't even allow them to have a tree i'm like i think you could get a tree if you really wanted to well anyway, either way dan's getting her a tree and they're, they're lugging it down the road in new york <laughs> they're, they're talking about their parents as well which is always quite sad i think yeah it's, we kind might... of, it's kind of obvious that their folks are going to split up we will definitely dr- address the allison rufus storyline mm-hmm. as well it's quite sad really but the plan is that jenny distracts the concierge and dan sneaks the tree in and there's a really lovely moment where lily helps them 
Oh, I know. I don't, to be honest, I don't really know how you can sneak a six foot tree past the concierge or or whatever Dan's plan was. But yeah, Lily, Lily turns up and she actually, ta- she actually tells them like how to sneak it in, doesn't she? She's like, you need to go around, you need to go around the side door on that, on that street. And, you know, and she helps them do it. And I'm like, oh yes, Lily, finally, <laughs> she's on board with Dan. <laughs> Bless her. Then we see Serena about to kind of give Dan the present. I couldn't help but be like when I when I saw the fact that there's like a basically like it's like a well where are they actually? Are they in I the assumed, gallery? I assumed it was the gallery. It yeah, looks like if the it's gallery, not the gallery, I don't know where it is. Yeah, mm. but then there's like a there's like a there's like a mattress on the floor, and she's dressed really lovely again. If you like the fashion, mm-hmm. we talk about it in the mini Yeah, she's wearing a really beautiful dress, <laughs> and and like. And I couldn't help but be like, you basically your Christmas present to Dan is your vagina. Like it's so obvious. <laughs> it's like, it's like here's I'm... a room. Here's a room with some romantic <laughs> stuff. Oh, and a mattress on the floor. But she did make it snow for him, which I thought was like, oh, that's quite lovely, actually. She got um Vanessa's really nice about not wanting any credit for it as well. She's like, don't even tell Dan that I helped. Which for mm-hmm. me again was like, oh, that's because you love him. I'd be like. Oh yeah, tell him I helped. <laughs> I got some credit. I do. I, I would be on the blower to him the second I left. By the way, everything you're about to experience, all me. Yes, <laughs> the same. I'd be the same. I'm just like, Dad, did you like your present? Just like, oh good, I'm glad I helped organise that for you. <laughs> Every little individual bit of snow made by Vanessa. <laughs> initialed with her <laughs> VH yeah. so she makes it snow. Oh. it's really really sweet um and mm-hmm. so the original story that he wrote uh October the 8th 2005 yep that was that was the date and it was this it was the it's a story about so the creepy. first time oh. that they that they met I can't get over how creepy this bit even the way he tells her like if that was me I just can't right let's just look at it like you anyone who's watched this and thought that this is really really lovely and romantic right let's just let's just have a moment right let's say you meet somebody for the first time you start dating them for starters they punch a few people on your first few dates (laughs) make a lot of stuff about them but let's get past that you finally get through all of that stuff um, he has a big issue with your friends, but then you get past all of that as well. And then you come to Christmas and then you find a short story and you say, mm. oh, the date, what's that? And the date is two years from before you met. <laughs> and, I know. And at the point you give them a Christmas present on a, on a blanket in what looks like quite a secluded building. <laughs> <laughs> Abandoned, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> he leans in and says... You don't remember October 8th, 2015. I was at a party. <laughs> I met a girl. Oh my God. I was like, this is the part of the movie where you run. <laughs> I was thinking, it's so weird though, because I think 17 year old me would think that's very sweet and romantic. But, you know, 30 year old me is like, it's such a stalker <laughs> thing to do. It's such, it's a stalker. I know. And then it's I really think weird. Back, but I would it... think back right to the beginning. I'd think, hang on a minute. Did you really find my phone and bring it to the hotel? Or did you steal my phone in an effort to force yourself to meet me? It's, it's horrible. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it would put me on really, edge, It really is. It's really the guy from you. It's Joe. Don't know where Dan ends and Joe begins from you. I really don't. I know. It's very good, isn't it? <laughs> but um, either way, Serena thinks it's really nice. So nice, in fact, that she offers her vagina to him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Oh, that's so romantic. This, 
you met me two years before I met you and you fell in love with me so much that you wrote a story and stalked me for ages and now I'm going to sleep with you. Great. This is also the bit where I think that they remember a few episodes ago um, where they were going to the virginity episode where they were going to sleep together. Weren't they going to sleep together? Did they? Didn't they? This is the episode where I think they actually do sleep together because I think Dan or one of them says like, are we really going to do this? And it's like, haven't we already done it? So this is where I think they lose their virginity. Oh, well, I'm glad that they waited for the perfect moment. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And then Serena goes back to the hotel and sees the Christmas tree. It is a nice Christmas tree, actually. I thought I was like, oh, that is nice. Well, well done to him. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's been a nice end to the year for Serena and Dan. I was going to say, and it actually snowed as well while while they were doing it. It actually snowed in New York. Yay. It's a Christmas miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Unlike for our next couple, Rufus and Alison, who we will talk about in a mere moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, poor Rufus. I can't. I I just can't even. It's so bad. Here we go. Hey, our pre-subscribers, thanks for bearing with us through our Christmas (laughs) chit-chat. We're going straight from one happy couple in New York at Christmas time to a very, very sad couple at Christmas time. Yeah, this this one. Proper downer, isn't it? (laughs) It's a bit, yeah. Christ. Well, yeah. do you want to kick us off? What's what? So who are we talking about first and foremost? <laughs> so we're going to be talking uh, mainly about Rufus and Alison. Sorry, who was that? Who was, who was, who was, sorry, did you? Uh... <laughs> oh, just play it. <laughs> play what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Rufus, Rufus, me a river. Rufus, me a river. Rufus Humphrey, played by Matthew Seattle, who is refusing to follow me back on Twitter or Instagram, despite my continuous efforts to get his attention. (laughs) I've written songs, Matthew. (laughs) Jingles for you. (laughs) Why don't you love me? It's Christmas, (laughs) god damn it. (laughs) So we're in the loft. (laughs) Yeah, we're in the loft. And Dan is... Oh, they're 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 um they're decorating the the tree, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And opening Christmas Dan is cards. being open it. Yeah, that's it. They're Dan is reading out Christmas cards, and he's, I love this phrase. He's poo pooing all of them. He's just like, oh, <laughs> I hate that what? phrase. I saw it in your notes, and I was like, oh god, I hate people that say that. Oh, you don't poo poo my idea. I've heard people say that in <laughs> meetings. I'm like, we're in a meeting. We're in a, we're in an adult boardroom. You're 38 years old. You can't old. say poo. okay okay Anna no need to poo-poo my idea I'm like why have you just said poo-poo I've not said poo-poo since I was three years old I don't know what the phrase to use like how do you I don't know rubbishing dissing belittling okay there's loads of words they're a lot cool they're a lot cooler and sophisticated okay I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) he's a Grinch okay so Dan is he's reading all of the cards out loud he accidentally reads out a note for Alison his mum 
from her ex and I just remember thinking I just remember giggling being like this is <laughs> this is the Christmas disaster that I've been waiting for this is the oh, EastEnders yeah. special Christmas dinner scene it is <laughs> and he the note says something like oh, I can't remember what it says but he wants her to he wants to meet her on Christmas Eve and <laughs> Okay, I know it was 2007 or whenever it was, but like, why is he writing to her? Just <laughs> like call her or give her a text. We're not, they're not so beyond texting, are they? Why is he sending her notes to her house? I don't understand. Probably so that Rufus <laughs> sees them. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. And That's he wants to point, meet on Christmas Eve as well. I know, fucking cheeky, isn't it? Like, she'll be busy. <sighs> Do you know what? Um, I've like, is he actually says the 24th? And I'm like, who actually says the 24th? Like, I don't think I've ever, ever said the 24th. Oh, when do you want to hang out? 24th of December sound good? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> what do you say? You don't say, oh, what at the 24th? It's Christmas Eve. What, what if your birthday is on the 24th and you, someone asks you, oh, when's your birthday? And they, they can say like, oh, 24th December. Mm-hmm. Is that acceptable? Mm-hmm. Okay, I retract my statement if it's your birthday on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and, it, and it sucks. An it sucks if your birthday's on Christmas Eve. That's like, no one likes to have their birthday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, yeah, any... New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. No. New Year's Eve might be good because you're kind of always guaranteed a party. Mm, true. Surely. That is true, actually. Yeah. And you could like you could just think your fi- the fireworks are always for you. So oh. it's awkward. He's messaging. Mm-hmm. Well, Alison, sorry, Alison's ex or current lover that he she cheated on Rufus with is messaging her saying, let's meet up on Christmas Eve. She kind of insists that it's over and Rufus kind of puddles mm-hmm. around and just suddenly goes, okay then, well, let's not let it ruin Christmas. I know, he really recovered quick, didn't he? And it's just like, like the oh, kids, yes. You like know. the kids are able to just go, oh, okay, dad says it's not going to ruin Christmas. So, you know, who cares that I've read out a letter from your freaking yeah. estranged lover? That's fine. Alison doesn't meet him. Alex, that's his name, isn't it? I think. Alex. Um, yeah. um, Alison doesn't meet him, but uh, Rufus does. And this Rufus tells him how it is. This is it so was hot. kind of hot. That's my, my first moment where I was a bit like, oh, hi. <laughs> hey, Rufus. <laughs> and hey, Alex as well. Alex is kind of hot. Yeah, he's obviously like meant to be like equally as good looking. They couldn't make him slightly ugly, could they? But you Hear that, Matthew? Rufus- I think Alex is hot. You hear that, Matthew, who <laughs> plays Rufus? Follow me back on Insta, damn it. <laughs> Rufus tells him, like, you know, stay away from my wife kind of thing. And Alex is like, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't I didn't mean for this. And that's not what she told me. She, she I was like, oh, awkward. She obviously, Alison has been, Alison's been saying that, you know, she wants Alex back and not Rufus. And oh, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. So then, it's kind of sad. They, they, they then have this chat where I, I did feel a bit sorry for Alison in this scene, though, because I kind of think, mm. well, you didn't, you obviously didn't write back to him. And he's meeting anyway, again, like who does that in two, even in 2007? Who actually wrote to someone saying, meet me here and actually turns up to that place, unless you've like, in fact, sometimes if someone hasn't given me confirmation like 20 minutes before that they're still meeting me, I ain't turning up. <laughs> 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 I get that. I, I know. I know what you mean. So yeah, um, he confronts Alison about it, and they kind of well, they kind of just come to a bit of a truce, don't they? That neither of them—they're both trying to make this work, and it's not. Yeah, and he asks her as well, which I thought was a very good question. It's like, would you even have come back if Jenny hadn't come and got you mm-hmm. from from Hudson? And then instead of answering, she asks, um, "Would would Lily still be around if I wasn't there?" And it's like, oh, 
Oh, they're both sort of. Damn, they're both Jenny. In the kind of same Jenny spoil everything between Lily and Rufus. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Jenny. <laughs> I know, but it's it's really sad though because I think that that they both just realise that it's obviously like it's just not working despite them trying. It's just obviously not going to happen. Mm. So. So following on from this kind of moment where they decide they're probably going to have to go separate ways, it's not working, Rufus calls a certain somebody. Oh, he calls Lily. Lily and Lily's at Blair's and Eleanor's Christmas party. And oh, it's very sad because so because they kind of have this they kind of have this moment where she says, is there something that you wanted me to know? Like there's a moment where she wants him to say you know, I, I want to be with you, but he kind of chickens out and says, oh, I just wanted to say Merry mm-hmm. Christmas um, because he, she says she's going to be spending the new year. She'll be seeing in the new year with Bart in Monaco, right? Yeah, I know. And they're, and they're, aren't they saying that they're going to get um, a plane out that night? And I'm like, I know they're rich, but what kind of plane is leaving on Christmas, like Christmas Eve Eve? Like, doesn't the Bass Industries own an airline? I mean, I've always assumed that. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, that's fine. In that case, yeah. <laughs> a lot more But sense. also, I was thinking as well, like, is she, if she's going to Monaco, does that mean she's just going to leave Serena and Eric there? Because <laughs> Serena and Eric still don't know that they're together. So either she's got to surprise them with a trip to Monaco with Bart Bass, or she's leaving them at the hotel. <laughs> I love this in your notes as well, because you've gone... <laughs> You've put here, what are these logistics? Flying out on Christmas Eve. She's just going to leave Serena yep. and Eric alone in the hotel. Oh, that's it, because she's actually going to join him for Christmas Day. Yeah, that's it. Right, so it's not for New Year's Eve. She's actually joining on Christmas Day and going to leave her kids. That's horrible. And they're, they're fatherless I know. Well, pretty much. So it's just like... Mm-hmm. that makes no. more sense now so when she goes and says to the kids it's just gonna be the three of us I was like why does that mean she's got a boyfriend foolishly that obviously means because normally it's just the two of them <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible <gasps> I know and he's just dropped even I didn't think she was that bad a mother oh my Christ. I know oh worst <laughs> parent of the week award bloody hell I wish I had yeah. that Anyway, I think we needed, we do need what I think. <laughs> anyway, she kind of says that her and Bart are spending Christmas together. He gives up, says, Merry, Merry Christmas, Lil. Um, yeah. And that, you know. Um, and then the next yeah. day, and it's so obvious yeah. that they're not together. I mean, I was really pissed off with them as well, like, uh, Rufus and Alice. And I thought, what, well, you can't just have one fucking Christmas day where you're together for the kids. Or maybe do maybe do this. I on know, Christmas. I thought, I thought. <laughs> Can we maybe do this on Boxing Day? I thought that as well because I thought um, Rufus says he has to go life. back to the gallery. <laughs> Rufus says he has to go back to the gallery for like something, and they're like, "What on Christmas?" And the kids ask, "Like what on on Christmas Day?" And he's just like, "Yeah, yeah." And it's but it's actually so that they can spend one last Christmas like with their mum for you know together. I was just like, I I don't really quite understand that logic. But... Why can't they spend future Christmases with them? Surely it would be the last time they could spend Christmas with them both together. Like I don't understand. This really annoys me. It's like I know let's break up and let's like ruin our kids' potential mental health for life by just splitting up in general, <laughs> and let's do it on yeah. the best day of the year for them, so that when they I know Christmas, they're going to remember that this was when we split up. I mean, come on, just freaking I... have some Christmas cookies, eat your turkey. <laughs> Shut up and kiss and enjoy Christmas Day. One last day. 
I know. I don't know why they couldn't pull themselves together for this one day. But <sighs> so I, I think we need, we don't have a poor little rich kid this week, do we? But I feel like we should maybe make Dan and Jenny our poor little rich kids. I their kind of agree. I kind of feel like, yeah, poor little rich kids. I, I totally agree. Let's do it. All that money and designer clothes. Poor little rich kid all alone. Poor little rich kids. Squeezing <laughs> the plural in there, kids. Did it work? I love that the song sounds so <laughs> I love that the song sounds so happy, but it's actually really sad. <laughs> That was kind of the point. I was just taking the piss, really. The whole point of poor little rich kid is then none of them are really poor little kid rich kid. They're always really they're fine. Like we yeah, they're feel, all right, aren't they? We should never feel too sorry for them. That's one of the reasons, though, why I've never used it when people have had genuine problems. Like I don't think I mm. used it on Blair when Blair had the eating disorder. I didn't use it on Eric when Eric was like tried to kill himself. I won't use it on a real mm. sad situation. Probably other than Nate, who's a billionaire, when he was punched and his dad went to prison. <laughs> ex cheated on him. Other than that, it's mainly <laughs> it's mainly used ironically. So I kind that kind of does wrap up their storyline I suppose other than the fact that it ends with a bit of a kind of cliffhanger with Rufus calling calling Lily at quite a profound moment uh I know do we talk about it now or at the very very end in Gossip Girl order what do we what do we do we'll save it for the end we'll save it for the end let's 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 take a trip to uh to Blair's storyline I think Mm -hmm. it's probably a good a good one to talk about um in a in a mere moment It's Christmas at the Waldorfs. And Blair's really <laughs> Christmassy, isn't she? Gosh, yes, Blair. I mean, where to begin? Where to begin with Blair's storyline? So it begins with her at the fair, kind of finding out that Chuck's in Monaco and being a bit upset about it because Chuck and Nate aren't in this episode at all. No, no, they're not. Blair, well, we did see that Chuck literally left town last week because he saw Nate and Blair sleep together. So as suspected, he's in Monaco living it up and yeah Blair's upset and um and texts him about it even though I don't really know I don't know why she's texting him she doesn't really want anything to do with him and read between the lines babe she wants some of that Chuck Bass D (laughs) very true very true um (laughs) she's excited about Christmas with her dad though and it's like oh god I feel my heart goes out to her with it because she's like thinking her dad's gonna come and spend Christmas with her well she's talking about her Christmas plans isn't she with um with Serena yeah she is yeah and she's just like Christmas day is like perfect for like me and my dad and that's like their day and and I think Serena asks like oh what about you know is it Roman or Romain I I can't remember his name now Roman is is just a phase yeah and and her dad needs to come home properly like you know there's he's that is fun and now he needs to come back and and live with us properly she also says christmas day she was at lists who's with her on christmas and and dorota's there as well i'm like poor dorota of course she has no family she's the help why should she get to spend any time with her family she was working the waldorfs for thanksgiving and she has to work it for christmas and can i also add actually because i have to run about it a little bit she spends the entire time still in her maid's outfit (laughs) I know there's like no downtime for her. I can only assume that she doesn't have a family, like any family or something like that, and that she they literally take her in under her wing and make her work. Yeah, all the holidays. It's a bit oh, weird. God, 
<laughs> but yeah, um, she's excited to see her, her dad. And her dad, when she arrives back at home and her dad's arrived, he calls her. Did you catch the nickname that he calls Blair? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. What was it? He calls her Blair Bear. Oh, yeah. Blair Bear. Yeah. Blair that's so not Bear. a Blair. That's so not like a, that's such a cutesy nickname. And Blair's like not cutesy. Like she might dress cutesy, but I don't think she's actually a cutesy girl. Do you? Mm, I think Blair Waldorf Bear doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's also brought his man friend with him. Yeah. And he wasn't meant to, was he? He was meant to leave him in Paris. And, but her dad wants her to get to know his new partner so yeah and I, Blair I think, is I kind of think Eleanor's super cool about those like bearing in mind a quick recap Eleanor Blair's mom like her dad left her for a man like another yeah. a blo- like a bloke like that's like somebody leaving you for, for, for anybody would be very very difficult but to actually have your partner change the sexuality and like be like that's actually it's, it's kind of really hard I can't even imagine how hard that must be and she's the way that they write her character responding to this, I thought was really great. And actually also quite LGBTQ plus friendly as well, the way that they deal with this whole storyline. I quite, I thought, I know we rip into Gossip Girl for lots of things like the lack of diversity, mm-hmm. which is shocking. It's sexism and all that stuff. But I think they kind of get it okay for some of this. Maybe yeah, I think I that, yeah, Eleanor's quite progressive or more or more progressive than she was in previous episodes. I remember, I think there was an, I can't remember what one it was or what the instance was, but I'm sure she's been a bit dismissive about Character it development, absolutely. Yeah, and now it's sort of like the opposite. I think Blair is the one that's not very accepting of her dad's new partner and Eleanor's a bit like, no, no, we, you know, we all have to get on, basically. You know, this is, this it, is how it is now. It's a bit now. of a sting as well. Like, you know, if, you've, if you're, you're expecting your kids to like, just be okay with the fact that you've left them, moved to another country and dating and, like you know a completely new person and change your sexuality and your kids are supposed Mm. to just immediately kind of respond to that okay but then also I'm going to bring them to spend Christmas day with you and like forget gender aside like whether you're gay straight whatever you bringing somebody back to for Christmas day who who you cheated with I mean yeah wow I mean it's not Christmas day but the Christmas activities the festivities and that kind of thing yeah it's um it's a lot and I think that most people would be allowed a bit of grace to to you know be upset about this and Eleanor's um, really cool she's like well you know what choice do I have I don't want to come across bitter you know it's not like mm-hmm. I'm okay with it but we should try and make the best of it um yeah whereas Blair's not kind of on the same page no she's not she makes some like they're not like too I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the phrase is but she's just like oh can't can't you drop him off at the nail salon or something like that and I'm like oh that's not very that's a little bit dismissive of some somebody's sexuality just because someone's gay you just think they like getting their nails done like mm, don't know <laughs> well she kind of does the same about um, the Victoria's Secret thing doesn't she because when Eleanor's meeting with the CEO of Victoria's Secret about her designer mm-hmm. her her sorry her fashion label mm-hmm. pairing with Vic- Victoria's Secret he overhears and it's like they push them together and a bit of me was a bit cynical about that I was like oh gosh now you're, you're just assuming that because he's gay he's gonna like fashion but then I thought actually to be fair he is a model <laughs> he probably actually does gay or straight like fashion (laughs) I think yeah there are just a few requirements of being a model and I think you know body measurements height and a a passion for fashion is probably um allowed but yeah oh and we we also find out that um Blair's dad asks where Nate is and she says oh he's in Connecticut with his mum but apparently he's going to try and catch the train 
down um, well, yeah, she for their Christmas can't, party. She can't find, she can't really work out where Nate is throughout the whole episode. She's kind of like, oh, I don't know where Nate is. And like, but you do find out, you find out at the end. Um, yeah, you do. But she's she's mostly trying to like text him or call him. But um, but he's apparently, this is, <laughs> this is one thing I don't get. He's going to try and catch the train down for a party later on. Like no one's catching a train on Christmas Eve. And also Nate billionaire well actually you know they're having money cash flow problems aren't they maybe that's why he's on the train because i thought no way does nate get the train <laughs> he gets driven or flown everywhere <laughs> good point yeah very good point so when blair's chatting to her dad he kind of lets her know that it's not really a fling she kind of realizes that it is for keeps he's buying a house with roman a chateau in in paris mm-hmm. and uh it's kind of yeah it's kind of yeah you realize that she does well, you realise that he is in it for the real thing, you know, with this guy and is, mm. is actually going to buy a house on the other, you know, across the channel. Well, across the channel, in fact, for Americans on the other side of the world. So <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's sad. And we have this nice um, moment, I thought, between Roman and Eleanor when they're mm. kind of walking along, they're, they're bonding a little bit. And this guy approaches Eleanor and asks, says, oh, do you know where the ice rink is? And Eleanor's I- really rude. <laughs> I thought this was so weird. Honestly, I would. Can you imagine? <laughs> this this is obviously why I don't get approached because I'm Eleanor. She's just like, what? What, what do you mean directions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Pretty much shoves this guy to the curb, and Roman says, "Oh, that that handsome man was flirting with you." And it's kind of a nice moment where they have a little bond. I thought. I thought that was nice anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roman is going to join Blair and her dad ice skating, uh, which uh, Blair is horrified about because that's kind of their thing, and Roman obviously kind of can't skate. I guess. Roman ice skating looks like me ice skating. Because <laughs> I can't ice skate. Add surprise, oh, surprise, I can't ice skate. God. It's and so... I fall over a lot. Right, I have to tell the story. I'm sorry, but one Christmas... Yeah, go for it. I knew you would. I said to Marissa, because I've put in your notes, you put Roman looks like me skate, ice skating. One Christmas, I said to Marissa, how about we go ice skating? It'll be fun. It'll be Christmassy. It'll be romantic. Let's all go. Let's all go ice skating. Marissa had the face going around the entire ice rink. <laughs> of, the only thing I can compare it to is Ron Weasley's face in the first four Harry Potter films. That was Marissa's <laughs> face going around the ice rink. And then suddenly, do you remember? It was like we were holding hands. And I was, because I'm not a great skater, but we were going along and suddenly like a gust of wind <laughs> came up behind Well, it wasn't us. great weather. It wasn't great weather. I remember when we first turned up, it was pouring down with rain to the point where there was like nearly like an inch of of water like in the ice rink. It was it was like a little paddling pool, people skating in the water. They obviously managed to somehow get rid of it and it dried up a little bit, but it was still really drizzly. And yeah, skating around. And then suddenly this freak gust of wind came along and picked me up essentially. We were holding hands. We <laughs> both went together except when we got to... <laughs> It just took us along and we weren't even moving our legs, but it literally carried us all the way to the end. I think I, re- honestly, I think I got to about 40 miles per hour. It felt like I was going so fast. You definitely weren't going that fast. You were not going it felt, it felt like it, honestly. It was genuinely, it was probably about five miles an hour. It was, it was, <laughs> oh, it was faster than five. 15. Oh, anyway, she comes crashing into the side, crashing into the side yeah. of the ice rink. It took three marshals to get her up. 
I think they were quite worried about me because I think they could just see that I'd completely lost control and couldn't skate. And I think they were just checking if oh. I was actually okay. Oh, well, Marissa's never been ice skating ever again. And no, I haven't actually. <laughs> to this day, hates me for it. So there we go. Roman looks like, <laughs> it, yeah. How Roman was in episode 11 of Gossip Girls, Roman Holiday, is basically marissa thorne in 2012 so yeah um (laughs) she kind of she well she's terrible she's she she gets well first of all she gets a text from chuck is it flirting i don't know but she gets a um, a text from chuck asking how is this flirting I don't know, but it's obviously a bit of back and forth. But he's like, oh, how, you know, how did you fake your virginity for Nate? And I was just like, I thought, I don't know. I thought it was quite funny. That he's <laughs> creepy, he's crawly, he's creepy, Chuck Bass. That's right. He's shady, kind of rapey. He's creepy, creepy Chuck Bass. I love that Chuck's not even in the episode and he, he still he still gets a creepy Chuck award. A creepy Chuck jingle. That's got to be a record. Fucking <laughs> tea, right? How did you fake your virginity for Nate? Because, yeah, you know, virginity is a concept invented by white men to keep women in check. We've talked about this. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, she looks kind of horrified by this message. And... When Romain is skating around, um, trying to get used to it, this would annoy me, to be honest. I would be like, come on, you've come over here to spend time with me. You've brought your boyfriend with you and who you see all the time anyway. And now you're spending all your time trying to help him skate when actually I just want to have some quality time with you. So she decides to basically do what what happened to you and let him come crashing down. Um, And it is a bit spiteful. (laughs) It's really spiteful. She trips him up like proper face plants the ice. Although it's it <laughs> it backfired though because now, in although she's hurt Roman, her dad ends up taking him to the A and E instead and having to look after him instead of going to what was it tea with her or something like that. So. Mm. Yeah, it totally backfires. So the next scene we see Blair asking, well, kind of begging Chuck over text message to not tell anybody about the fact that they've had an illicit affair. Blair's Um, got a plot. Yeah, she does. Her mum lets her know that one of Roman's ex is a model. And apparently, is a little. Is a, it's it's a bit of a sensitive subject between Roman and her dad. Her dad obviously doesn't like this this ex. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. Blair has a has a cunning plan. Yeah, as we say in England. <laughs> well, she's she's just like, well, they're going to have a big Christmas Eve party, and she's thinking, I'm going to invite this guy to to the party to try and break yeah. them up. The the way the way that she that she gets this this is so funny. I thought so. She asks Serena. She's like, it's a long shot. I, um... it's, a, it's a stretch. It's a real long shot. It's like the writers went, how are we going to get, how are we going to write in that she finds out this guy's details? <laughs> I know it couldn't be that she just knows somebody, but no, what she does is she gets Serena to come in and asks her, can I have your password for your old, from your old modeling agency profile? Because Serena used to be a child model, apparently. And it works. She gets in. And also, I do love the fact that they're such good friends because I know for a fact, if me, if I said to you, Anna, I need to know questions asked, I'm going to need your Facebook and Instagram passwords. And you'd be like, yeah, okay. It wouldn't even come <laughs> and to that. And same for you. It, it wouldn't, you know me so well that actually all you'd need to give me is like, it's like somebody's national insurance number and I'd have you their fucking dental records in five minutes. <laughs> GCSE results, blood type, star sign. What do you want? I'm such a good online stalker. It's ridiculous. 
you are remember? it's really really scary whenever you would be like I've just started dating someone new and I'm like okay well I see he's a Pisces <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> anyway oh god yeah so this is such a weird website I don't know what website like modeling agency website would host all their like names phone numbers and addresses breaking all kinds of GDPR rules <laughs> which I don't think existed in 2007 but here we are <laughs> love you um, I love the fact that you're talking about GDPR you can so tell you're in marketing <laughs> I know <laughs> oh break the law guys it's pretty serious um, <laughs> but um yeah and she manages to get this guy's Roman's ex's number and yeah that's it and then we're, right, we're at the party the, basically she invites mm-hmm. him to the party yeah and they're kind of there and it's um yeah it's it's who flies out somewhere at the drop of a hat on christmas eve someone with no family and friends in surely, like. <laughs> so freddie turns up at the party and it kind of causes chaos yeah um he says that remain invited him but no one re- no one really falls for it do they eleanor's no, a bit like this is really nice i really like the fact mm. that eleanor's quite strong because she could so see this as revenge and just be like yeah yeah remain invited him yeah yeah go nuts yeah yeah exactly but instead um, she's she kind of says actually i don't think that's what's happened here um mm. i think it was blair and she kind of fools him. She says, if you want to spot in my Victoria's Secret catalogue or something, and mm-hmm. you better tell me who who let you know. And 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 he does say, Oh, you know, Blair invited me. Did did you get the um like what she bribed him with? I know. I was like, is this for real? She was like, Yeah, she told me to turn up and say 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 that um he invited me in exchange for a cruise. And gym membership. I was like, that is actually a really fucking good deal. Like, I would go to a party and and for for a cruise and gym membership, I'd go to a party and say, yeah, that person invited me. I would (laughs) happily go to a party, break up a marriage for a free cruise. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, now you put it like that. (laughs) I'll sell my soul. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) I would ruin somebody's life for a cruise. Such a random bribe, but anyway, Eleanor kicks him out, which is I was like, yeah, good for her. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a good part. I think it's a good moment where Eleanor stands up for their relationship, and I like. I just think it's really nice. I think it. I think it. It shows growth mm. and acceptance yeah. as well. She tells Blair's dad, she's like, well, she isn't lashing out at Roman. She, she, it's you because you haven't spent any time with her this Christmas. All you've done is is try and make sure is spend time with Roman, and it's that's not what this is about, you know. And that's when I think he finally gets it, doesn't he? He's like, ah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And you know, you find out Blair still isn't hasn't been able to get hold of Nate, and she's sad because mm-hmm. her dad's kind of leaving for Christmas Day, so he was obviously only to stay for a few days. Well, no, he didn't. He, arri- he arrived that day, didn't he? No, the, the... I think that there's a bit of a time lapse because when you've got Serena and Dan talking about when they're going to search for a present, that's the day he arrives. And then they say that they're going to give the present on Christmas Eve. So I think... Oh, know, that's it's, true. It's a few days that they're down for, yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, it's still not very long, is it? It can't be more than like one or two nights. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going... I'm not flying away to New York for one or two nights. It's a, it's a four-night thing. Me personally. Yeah. Blair says she really wants him to move back to New York instead. And her her dad says, I was hoping that you would get to know Roman a bit better. And she says, mm. there's no room in your life for me anymore. I know. I was like, oh, bless. And but but it's it's not quite like that because her her gift, <laughs> I, I don't quite understand this, but like her gift, her Christmas present this year is a room at the chateau in France. But I would sort of assume that she would already have a 
bedroom. Not. Well, I'm, well, I'm, guessing, I'm like, I'm guessing he, well, he kind of shows her the designs, doesn't he? Hasn't he designed it perfectly for her? Yeah, he's like decorated it like pink or I don't know, pink. I'm not sure actually, but he's decorated it in something that she likes, and and she's really she's really happy with it. Basically, yeah. So that's quite nice. Mm. And then the morning after, which is obviously Christmas morning. Um, yeah, when it snowed, yeah. A certain uh, someone has spent the night with Eleanor. That Oh, yeah, because that guy from the park turned up at the party, didn't he? Like, the romance- stranger from the park, yeah. The- <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I love it when... The, the, the- She's trying to, like, sneak him out the house, isn't he? Isn't she? Before before everyone wakes up, like, you know, like, come on, fuck off. <laughs> I don't want anyone to see her. <laughs> but did you see, did you hear what he said to her? He was like, you're a marvel, Eleanor. I was like, oh, Eleanor's a little tiger. I know. She's a, no, not a cougar because they're age appropriate. But I was like, oh, go Eleanor. She's basically an awesome shag. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then Roman, as I'm going to always say his name now, uh, Blair's dad, uh, well, they find out their flights have been cancelled because of the weather. Because of the snow. And then so so Blair's dad can stay after all. And Eleanor says, you're going to stay with us for Christmas. And then when she says goodbye to the random man who she met in the park, who I'm pretty sure we never see again and gets in the lift and goes on Christmas Day, maybe back to his <laughs> wife and kids, who knows? She says, I'm going to spend Christmas with my family, which yeah, includes... You know, she includes Bear's dad and Roman in that, which I think is quite nice. Oh, and let, let's, let us not forget Dorota. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, and Dorota, yeah. Um, and there's a I nice know, montage. I... There's a really nice montage. Of course, there's an end are. montage. Of course. <laughs> they're, all, they're enjoying Christmas Day together and well, Blair gets Dorota a present. I know, she gets her a phone, which I'm like, how did she not have a phone in the first place? But And and she's included in the family pictures as well, which I was like, oh, that's quite nice, I think. I always think it's quite special when you're included in in like family pictures instead of being the one to take the photo, mm-hmm. you know. Like, well, you know, Gossip Girl nice. trivia in terms of, um, you know, we don't know who Gossip Girl is. Maybe I know. Dorota, maybe Dorota needs a phone to uh, message into the old Gossip Girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's definitely not a spoiler, by the way. I can say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just like speculating. We'll speculate all the way through it as to who Gossip Girl could be. Maybe it's Blair. Maybe it's Chuck. Um, <laughs> who knows? So, yeah. And well, then I think we Chuck. Should... Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Chuck, go for it. This whole time that Blair has been texting Chuck and, and trying to get hold of Nate good reason why she can't get hold of Nate because he's in bloody Monaco with with Chuck instead of his parents and Chuck sends her a picture of the of the two of them together like partying it up yeah with his <laughs> arm around him like like oh by the way I'm messaging your girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend asking her about her virginity that, that's creepy he's, he's creepy yeah, he's crawly he's creepy Chuck Bass very very creepy so we should probably wrap this up, I think, with probably the biggest moment in the whole episode of Rena, Eric, who, by the way, I have to add, I love that it's Eric's, like, Eric tried, to, like, I'm just, because because we've just realized the fact that Lily was basically going to leave them alone for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> basically, we're going to fly out. Um, uh, I can't believe that she was going to do that, given that Eric tried to kill himself that year i know i know i know, I know i know i know she's i know what you need this christmas you need a man around who who, who you don't even like that much who's gonna be your new dad kind of scary as well 
Anyway, oh. they're all around the tree that Dan got Serena. Very, very sweet. Um, it's all lovely. And and Bart's there because obviously their their flight to Monaco or wherever, the, wherever they were going um, is cancelled again because of the snow. But then the biggest oh. present is... <laughs> Well, her phone rings, right? And has this really, really tacky fucking Christmas jingle, I notice. And, <laughs> and, and Bart, like, I, this is, it's so serious. First of all, he's looking at Serena, who looks like she's dressed like a freaking prostitute. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> she's a boudoir. <laughs> she's, I mean, it's sexy as fuck, but it's, it's inappropriate for Christmas morning. Um, with, uh, says to Serena and Eric, kind of just says, I care about your mother deeply. Mm. I'm thinking, fucking all right, mate. It's Christmas morning. He's, Chill out. He's so scary, isn't he? Even when he's being sincere, it's scary. And, and then Lily's phone rings, which sounds like some freaking Christmas jukebox. And he goes, Lily, you're not going to want to disturb this moment. Like, okay, I'm sorry, but I'll just turn off my phone. God. She ignores it. She shouldn't ignore it, should she? She shouldn't Anna? ignore it. No, she shouldn't. Because it's Rufus calling her and he's outside in the cold and the snow and he's asking for her back oh and it's just so sad but what's happening at the same time Bart Bass opens up a jewellery case Mary. and he proposes to Lily <sighs> <sighs> it's not the happy Christmas ending we wanted but it's well, the one does we she, do we see her say yes I was actually just about to ask that I'm mm. I can't remember if she actually says yes or if we're just left in suspense. I think we're left in suspense. So who knows? Yeah. Well, well let's yeah. find out next episode. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen in the new year? And that pretty no. much leaves us uh, the the end for all the characters of Gossip Girl in, in what was mm-hmm. 2007 and for us in this podcast 2020 because this is going to be our last recap of this year yes we're going to take a little christmas break and we don't have a set date for when we're back do we yet but we'll be back first week early next year oh yeah yeah yeah. don't you worry early next year let's early jan we'll be all across our socials please do follow us at upper Mm -hmm. east podcasters we are nearly at 1000 downloads so please share it with everybody you can make Mm -hmm. sure you head over to iTunes as well and leave us a review that makes a really big difference for us um so please, yes, please leave us can. a review and we have a special treat for you so never fear if you're enjoying this podcast and you're thinking I can't live without it for and for at least a month I can't do it then please know that we are going to be doing a episode for you when we hit a thousand streams that will be available before Christmas for you to enjoy so <laughs> download it the quicker you all download it and share it the quicker you get an extra bonus episode and we might hit a thousand before the end of the week because we're so close to it now so really yeah, we're really getting there, aren't we? absolutely <laughs> thank you so so much for considering 2020 i'm just gonna say it has been a fairly bleak year for most of us this yeah, podcast <laughs> has brought light to my life and thank you marissa for hosting it with me i think it's just it's it's brought us some joy i hope it's brought you some joy too and thank yeah. you so much for listening thank you so much guys and merry christmas but until then You know you love to hate it. XOXO.